be our guest, be our guest, put ourselves to the test. Tie your napkin round your neck, Sherry, and we'll provide the rest. Soup to show. Where you going, Chips? You keep your underwear. Nope. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> just just in the getting stuff, I'll get new underwear just because I like I have a small bundle. Are you like really dirty down there? No, no, I just have. Do a, you get really dirty on vacation? No, I just have a duffel bag that has. Do you throw away the are the underwear that you're buying for vacation? Are they just for vacation? Then you dispose of them, or do they replace the old? I mean, ones? I always I could always use new underwear. You could, but do you keep them? Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Hey everybody, yeah, welcome to our special episode about Disney's Beauty and the Beast remake. <laughs> I'm John. I'm Steve. I'm Ron. And this is Movie Schmovie. And Ronald's getting ready for a trip. Yeah, I'm going to Iceland, UK, and then France. I'm Are you staying in Iceland at all? No. You just I think the through? layover is like an hour. Oh, so but you know that could change. You know, yeah. I, it could be, and then I'll I'll go it out. Sucks you can't like go. You can, it sucks you don't have like a day. Yeah. Because you could be at cool. least like do like two really cool things in a yeah, day. Yeah, I could. And I the could. the Blue Lagoon, which is like the number one thing that most people talk about, is like it's like twenty minutes from the airport. Oh man. So maybe you should make that happen. When you I went, don't know how. When you went, did you Uber it? How'd you get there? No, we had a rental car the whole time. Oh, oh. we rented a car the whole. Five days, six days. We Fancy schmancy. By the way, this yeah. is Movie Schmovie. Hello. <laughs> We're doing an offshoot called Travel Schmavel. <laughs> Travel Schmavel. <laughs> We've actually discussed doing that before. Right, right. We have a whole network of schmodcasts. Right? Maybe when we get to the end of, you know, we said that episode 350 is going to be the last episode mm-hmm. of Movie right. Schmovie. Maybe then we can do, like, an episode of Travel yeah, Schmavel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An episode Spread it out a little of, bit. You know, technology um, Especially by then, we'll have so much to talk about and yeah, share with people. Yeah, seriously. So much. So, but um, yeah, well, Ronald, you'll be on your trip by the time people hear. No, no, no. They'll hear this, and then they'll be like yeah. excited for you, right? And they'll have time to be pumped for your vacation. Yeah, I mean, you can follow me on Instagram. Um, uh, who is Ron James? Uh, I have stand up flyers on there too. If you're in the yeah. area, you some of you aren't, but if you are, uh, yeah. And then I'll post some pictures from the trip. There you go. I'll be at Disneyland France. There too. you go. We'll see how that goes. I'm very excited to hear how that is. I'm, I'm yeah. a huge Disney fan in general, parks included. So I've, I've never been anywhere but to Disney World, like the Orlando one. So, so one thing I'm really looking forward to. I can't wait to, to hear what your experience is yeah, like. Yeah, I heard that it's a small world. Like when you get to America, it like is the fun. It like, oh, really, really? That's, makes that's fun that's of funny. Americans. That's funny. Like I can't wait. Anyway, but yeah, I'm very excited about You've it. You've been to the one in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just curious, like... I, like, I, I always feel like every other one that I hear about is like ridiculously small. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing about to... this. Like, I'm hearing that I could go through both of these parks that are there in three hours, which is... Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I could do a cartwheel and be right. done. That's a long cartwheel. Yeah, <laughs> it is like, the longest. Like, slow down to how many frames yeah. per second. Speaking of Disney... Yeah. Beauty this just beast. seems like a natural right. transition right happening right I now. I was thinking, like, speaking of Disney and speaking of France, too. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. France. So, oh, France. Uh, perhaps, <laughs> perhaps as you travel through the French countryside, you might pass through the sort of village where only one person reads books. Yeah. 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 And, and well, he, I would assume at least two because the, 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 the other guy owns yes, the books. I'm right. assuming he can read. Yeah. Yes. The black man with the... the black man with... Was he like a preacher? Or no, was he like a librarian? I, I, I thought later I saw him wearing like the collar. 
Was yes. he, did he have a collar on later? I think there was... Like when he was saying, like, let him go or something yeah. when they were locking yeah. up her dad? I did get the indication. It did feel sort of churchy. It was like yeah. he was both a, yeah. a, 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 maybe maybe a minister and a librarian. Or maybe okay. like maybe in an old village like that, there would have been a connection between just this guy can read books, right. and he has books, and one of them is a Bible. Of course. Mm. But he also has the other seven books that are <laughs> that are in this village. I like this. Very I, limited. I like this world where the only problem is a smart woman. Yes. It's like racism. Nope. Just the yeah. smart woman is the... How dare it? How, how dare they? And when she tries to teach the little girl to read, they only have room for one of them in the village. Is, is a line of dialogue, yes. actually, yeah. in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, so yeah, we're going to be talking about the, the new Beauty and the Be- Beast remake. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. It's that guy again. That's that guy. Yeah. This guy's creeping oh, in our The guy with one brown tooth <coughs> who loves remakes, actually. Yep. I think yeah, that was so the whole premise maybe, behind it. Maybe he'll love this. Maybe not. Yeah, well, maybe we'll hear from him throughout the episode. <laughs> so this is one hash in my category of sh- should remakes be made? question mark right so yeah that's why i thought it was good to hit this now obviously we in our last episode we said our next episode would be the schmovie awards but right. that's actually on schedule for next week right this is like a little bonus right. um but we all saw the remake the disney remake of the disney classic yes and i would just throw out there that i think as a remake goes we discussed the different kinds of remakes right this is i don't know if we really talked as much about this type of remake where it's almost like a total recreation right more a or faithful less. remake, like a a truly faithful down to the the bones right. remake, um, and I think I had a little bit of uh, what's the point going yeah. into this movie. I get that, and I realized that the feelings I had. I think I said to you and Aaron uh, uh, sitting there at the at the movie. I said that mm-hmm. I felt sort of bad because I felt like the movie was going to have to do a lot to overcome my just sort of absolute indifference sure. to it. You know, yeah. But I was also you know ready to see like a spectacle, and I guess. At, that's where I let the, let it out of the bag. That I I don't think, but Beauty and the Beast was one of my big Disney films. I admired it a lot, the craft of it, and when it was part of that Disney Renaissance, yeah, I did really enjoy it. But yeah, I don't look too. back on it that often as like a story that really gives me a lot. So I think I went into this film with a lot less writing on it. Yeah. And I think that after the film, I spoke to you, yeah. and you kind of went the other way. You said that you yeah. enjoyed it a lot because, and not because, but. And you happen to also really love the original, you know? Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely one of the that area that Disney Renaissance, like those films, great movies, like you know the sleeping. I mean, the um, oh, goodness gracious, Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, Lion King, Aladdin, like that whole, yeah. like that is like my Disney core. You know, those movies are my core. You know, and different generations would pick another three or four to be their core, just like kids today will end up picking. You know, Frozen and Tangled and I don't know. Milana, well, there was a huge whatever. time for the studio though. When oh, those movies came out, it yeah. was like suddenly they were back and they were doing these huge movies. And then Beauty and the Beast was the first animated film to be nominated for for an Academy Be- Award yeah, for Best Picture. Picture. Sure, right, right. sure. So I mean, it was huge. But and I I'm, I fully felt like I thought it was like a four four star movie out of five at the time. Like I yeah. had nothing against it, but I didn't have that that sure. that joy that right. I felt all around me in the theater of people going like, oh, it's that exact moment that I love so much and here it is being reproduced almost almost exactly. And that yeah. and yeah, I mean and we would be polar opposites on that. Yeah. Like is that that was me. It. I don't see here's the thing. I don't know I can't say that I loved it. Oh. Because I hope this is like, you know, this remake conversation remake that we sort of like it's that thing where I hold the original in such high... Like, it's one of my favorite movies, like Disney or otherwise. Like, Beauty and the Beast is up there. Um, 
But I feel like there's so much of it in like just in my in my body, like in my what is me and like my roots, everything in my life mm -hmm. that like it means a lot to me. And I don't know that like I would ever say that I would love the remake of this movie, like having seen it now mm -hmm. is what I mean, mm -hmm. is what I mean, because of how much I like love and protect and really that original movie means, you know, right. like I feel like I can't watch this film and, and, and be honest with myself and with you guys and say that I, there's, there's definitely things that I didn't maybe love about it or mm -hmm. there are things maybe taking issue with. But I mean, honestly, I don't know, like if you're a fan of beauty and the beast and like you are on this Disney live action train, which, you know, they, they, it's a pretty big train, you know, yeah, it's not going to um, stop. It's not stopping, but I, I, I don't think that, I, I think that for all those little pre-qualification things, mm -hmm. like, I don't know how it's going to not satisfy somebody. I mean, I know you, I know you got, it didn't seem like you liked it. You did, you didn't like it or something. Right. You never really say yet, but I know you said you had like a minute's worth of dialogue to talk yeah. about this movie. I just thought that everything was kind of middle of the road. And I think that's, that's why it, so if, if we were to talk about all the Disney remakes, right. And you know. It's taken me a while to get to a point where I'm like, okay, okay yeah. let's accept these. Of all the Disney ones that have come out so far, this feels like the weakest. And I only say that because at the heart of it, I feel like Emma Watson's doesn't have it when it comes to certain things. I feel like she has a... The singing. The singing. The singing. The auto-tune. That's, that's one the of the singing. big things that bothered me. And, yeah. Because um, it was so obvious. I would have almost rather heard her kind of humble voice than... Whatever flaws produced. it had, then have it sound so produced because it just sounded anachronistic with yeah. the world she was in. I think at the heart of it, I have a legitimate issue with like whatever lack of emotion it seemed like she had. She, she yeah, had like yeah. I, I feel like it was kind of middle of the road. I feel like they could have found a more charismatic woman. Uh, there's something about I thought Gaston kind of blew her off the screen. Absolutely, a lot. it made me so uncomfortable. Like. How, yeah, it made me like that's the, the scenes, standout. The scenes that they were on, okay. In so together. I guess we're kind of getting into a topic I would have broached, but we're kind of there. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Some some of the Let's high points it. of the film. Guest on, uh, you're right. I think Luke Incredible. Evans is excellent. Excellent yeah. steals the movie nonstop. Him and LeFou, like they're yeah, yeah. they're, they're great. Good. Their they're scenes good. are like most of the best parts of the movie. Mm -hmm. Which is standing back and saying that you're like that's not a good thing. Like when I'm analyzing this film, yeah, you know, right. as a, as just a fan. But it's not a bad thing to me either because, like, that's something that this version, I think, maybe adds to it, you mm -hmm. know, if, if I'm able to look at it like that. You know, like, the idea of, like, making this character, as much as you hate him, like, you love to seeing yeah, yeah. their scenes together. And, like, the musical number, the Gaston, like, that 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 performance piece is just great, you yeah. know what I mean? And, like, they really stand out in the movie as not just, you know, two other side characters that have a few moments, like... Truly memorable performances by both of them. Yeah. It's it's some of the only stuff in the movie, flawed though it may be, that where it feels like something's happening. Yeah. Where it yeah. feels like there's That's some sparks. Yeah. There's something magic. going on. You could almost have said lean more on that story. I, I mean, I'm not trying to take the story away from Belle. Right. But I'm saying for me to make it feel less like a recreation. I got you. I might have enjoyed a little bit of a twist because I'm looking at the list of Disney remakes here. There was Alice, the the Tim Burton remake, which is technically part of this wave. I hate it. Yeah, no good. Mm. Um, Do you like Mal that? It's okay. It's okay. It was okay. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't okay, the yeah. worst thing I'd ever seen, but it was middle okay. of the road. Yeah, like that's not, towards the bottom for me. Right? Yeah, not yeah. special and and kind of the seed. It's like. It's an overuse of CGI. Oh, yeah, let's talk yeah. about the overuse yeah. of CGI. But, but go okay, we will. We will. We'll I, get yeah, there. And then Maleficent. Uh, eh. Which, Which one? Maleficent. Angelina Jolie. Oh, yeah. that That's included in this? Yeah. 
which didn't well, click, yeah. which didn't click for a lot of folks, but that's, also that's... got a lot of attention for being a different take. Yes. You know? oh. uh, and then there's Cinderella. Loved it. That was great. You know, I still need to see that one. It's good, man. I might like it. It's. I think you might. Yeah. I really do. Because I've liked the other ones I'm about to mention to varying degrees. Um, uh, Jungle Book is the next so one. So good. Pete's Dragon is the next one. And then Beauty and the Beast, Beauty and the Beast which yeah. we just saw. I wanted this movie to do something that I just don't think it was interested in doing. And I think when we came out, I said to you, not for me. And I, it's like, I'm really yeah. not, I don't want to be a killjoy about this movie because I think the people that saw it got something out of it. There were some people coming out of the theater last night, like glowing. Yeah, man. And I've seen people online saying, oh my God, I've already got tickets for this weekend. This movie's so, going to be a monster. It's going right. to be a monster. It's going to do better than all of those movies. Oh, absolutely. Significantly better. Absolutely. But is it dangerous? I mean, so I guess what we're, we're I guess what you're saying is there's enough there for people who are immense fans of the first one that I it really, doesn't matter that the I first really movie so. was groundbreaking yeah. Yeah. and this movie is just kind of a, a, another remake. It's, yeah. it's almost like, it's, I don't know, it's kind of weird to say this. I don't know that I even want to say this. But it's almost like it's a supplement to the 91 Beast. Mm. You know, I feel yeah, like right. that is still the tried and true Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Now, maybe for some younger people, you know, this is what they'll remember more. Maybe there's something that they like about it more. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I just think that it's almost like that sample or that example of a remake that's like, yes, we're basically just retelling this entire story. But it's like, this is just like what it looks like now. Or this is what it looks like with today's right. technology and mm -hmm. with real people in it and not an animated version. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't acknowledge that it's, like, doing anything really different. I do actually think that it's important to acknowledge that there are some things they correct from Beauty and the Beast mm. animated 91 version, like, that I think helps the story. You know, like, little things. Like, if you really know and love the original one, like, I think it's cool that they explain why the town basically doesn't remember <laughs> yeah. where the castle is mm -hmm. or, like, doesn't even remember this prince. Yeah. And, like, little things, like... You know, giving the objects in the house, like like Lumiere and Cogsworth, like this other element of their curse, like that they're becoming these things mm -hmm. as time passes, like the clock and the you know the candlestick. They're really small things, and they don't maybe weigh as much as what some people might weigh against the movie by mm. not doing anything new, like like you're saying maybe. And I'm not saying it didn't do anything new. I'm just saying right, it no, didn't no, no. do enough to, to I, feel I like understand. it's its own I, thing. I, yeah. And I and I can acknowledge it. I think yeah. that's an accurate statement. Feels like a companion piece of. Home. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's yeah. fine for like people that love it. Like this it is, is so for it's people that love it. for me. Like yeah. I I that's what I, yeah. I I I can embrace this film. I would see it again. I would recommend it to people. Mm -hmm. But admittedly. There are things like I didn't love Emma Watson's oh. voice. Um, what do you think about her performance overall? I don't know, man. Like I was talking to one of my friends after the movie, and I was trying to place what some of the things were that like I could say stopped me from saying I loved it. Mm -hmm. And she definitely is coming up in my head. I don't know that like I actually like Emma Watson. I mean, I think she's, I know exactly. I think she's like a. I think she's very cute, gorgeous. Yeah. Has has like this personality that I do like hearing her yeah. in interviews and like even like in other movies like non Harry Potter movies. Like I liked her a lot in Perks of Being a Wallflower and then the Bling Ring. She's done other stuff that I've liked and I'm curious to see what more she does. But I think maybe just placing her in this like Belle character, I don't know something about it. I don't. I, I definitely can't say that I loved her as Belle. Yeah. I can say I look at her and I'm like I kind of see Belle. Yeah. Like she looks like she's perfectly cast, but in the performance, like you're asking. Yeah. I, I can definitely feel like I can say there's probably something to be desired. I think I know what it is to me. What is it? I don't think she plays subtlety very well. I think, like, she can do big. She can do big, like, uh, things being thrown at her and her, oh, you know what I mean? But in terms of subtle emotion, right. I don't know if Emma Watson has the chops. And right. I know that sounds crazy. No, for, I, I can think of a, a few movie. moments in the film where she kind of, like, 
She's supposed to look sad, and so she kind of hangs her head and yes. looks down. Or what? No, I know what you're talking a about. A better. Uh, and, but and, is that? But is, is that like a conscious decision though to, to like make it? Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you act, this. Like, uh, what's the word? Like, um, not not. Oh my god, exaggerated. Yeah. Right. Like, do you think that that's an active decision? I think, I think that there are people that act like say say like. So I don't think Emma Stone would have been a good Belle, but I think she has the chops. I agree with you. To like it's different. Differentiate. Yeah. Yeah, you know definitely. the the exaggerated. You know she's of... gonna be Cruella Deville, right? In the Hundred One Dalmatians. What? That's amazing. She's gonna kill it. That's great casting. Are they going to yeah. twist that one because it's called? I think the movie's called Cruella Deville, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. I, 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 I just think that's a hard motivation to twist in any anything but the worst possible way. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like wanting to make a, a coat out of puppy skin. <laughs> It's so good. It's like that. There's no. It's hard to imagine, like with Maleficent, where they yeah. give her a backstory where she's a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they'll. I, I, they'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm sure they have an idea. I feel like. I feel like what. When I think about is right off the bat right now, I think about like Meryl Streep in Devil Wears Prada. Mm. Like there's something about that characterization yeah. of that character that I can see them going like uh. in a direction with Cruella Deville. Well, they already had Glenn Close doing that role, sure, and I feel yeah. like we saw that. Yeah. So and that was so much like a straight. Yes. Version that yes. I'm wondering what this it's good. It's what this will be, you know, how this will be different, and also naming it after the character does seem like there's a different story being told, I, and that maybe that's a good yeah. thing. Like from what we're from what, what you're saying, yeah. I think that's a good idea. I, just to be clear, I, I don't, I feel like I'm in a position where it's like I don't want to begrudge anybody who wanted this. Right. I don't it's okay them to that. say that, like no, but it was not that, for me. Though. But I mean, to walk out of it realizing definitely that the, this this was just not the movie that I like. I I was sitting there watching it going. I just wasn't that interested in the story of, yeah. and it's like when I, I realized you. when I realized how far we were into the movie and going, oh yeah, I know how much story there is left here. And I'll agree, I do think they they filled out some of the motivations and some of the backstory, and they added just a line or two here yeah. or there that gave a little bit more story to it. Right. But I think that the the sort of I don't know, kind of cold performance of Emma Watson in some ways, cold, it, it is. or very it, stagey. It, maybe that's what it and is. And then acting opposite. And a, a special effect that I just don't oh, think was oh. ready. So I was going to say this. Disney, come closer. I want to tell you something in your ear. Use some practical effects every once in a while. <laughs> I'm not saying... How I, do they do that, though? I was yo, thinking the same thing, do, but how do they do that? All they have to do... Remember the Beauty and the Beast TV I, show? I thought of the same thing with Linda Hamilton mm-hmm. as I watched All you got to do is have some practical effects. Even, even with some of the appliances. I know that sounds crazy, but like there's something about... Seeing a person react to something real, I, I, yeah, you're right. and and that might be Emma's thing. Like that might have been hard for yeah. her to react to a green screen or somebody on crutches. Yeah, like with a ball, tennis yeah, ball, you know, like five yeah, feet above their head. It must be very hard to react to something like that. You got to have some range. You got to have some, and that has, that seems like a very difficult thing. Yeah. I think that they should have used some practical effects in this. And I get that some of the things, obviously, a teapot or something like that. But some practical things would have been so goddamn. It's like some Jim Henson style. Yeah. Because it it would have added added it's, some layers to it. It's a it's a fair point. I mean, it would like, have added, and because yes, Dan Stevens is doing something with his performance that I don't know that it quite comes through. through. But I feel like no. that it was there. I don't think yeah. that he was. I don't think he had the same problems. That, uh, that no, I, 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 I liked him a lot. I definitely hear I liked it in his him a voice. Lot. Like I was like, oh my god! He, even if I saw an animated version, like a Pixar yeah, style, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh shit, he's good. But there's something about his acting with her acting that just yeah. didn't. It felt like I was thinking as I was watching. It's kind of Fifty Shades ish. Kind of the you're way comparing the, Beast and Bell's nah, chemistry to yes. Christian Grey and whatever the girl's yeah, man, name is. Like there's all this is all I wanted. 
a little chemistry to be a little le- chemistry yeah a little chemistry to come off the screen <laughs> a little better like you know there were parts yeah there were definitely parts like the library <clears throat> scene yeah that's good that I was, was a i was good gonna just say that scene. scene yeah it was almost like they they tested that part yeah and they built around <laughs> the whole thing like it's like that part they were like this works get these two people all on in yeah. all in and then the rest of the movie came and they're like Ugh. i just think the effect of the beast was just a little too it's one of those times it reminds me of a film from 10 years ago yeah where you would say oh, good it. job but not the technology is not quite there yet and i, I don't agree. know that I, I don't know that it's a matter of just how much the character is front and center and how much we're looking right into his eyes and how much he's in the light and how much yeah, we're seeing his full that's body. That's what it is, man. Yeah. It's the full body stuff for it's me. The full body stuff. Like all the close-up shots like at the table, like when it's really up on him like yeah. in the window or in the mm-hmm. cutout of the, you know, in the tower, like when they're talking and it's got close-ups. Mm. I thought all of that effects work was really good there were some scenes where the atmospheric effects like when particularly like in the gloomy part of the castle or like you said when he's looking and you're seeing him through something i do think that he started to gain something in those moments but in general there was just something kind of uh like just a little cheesy looking about the effect there's like wide shots and like some of the action shots of like full body motion those things like that's where i feel like scene i feel like that's where it comes out really awkward really awkward. it comes out like the most to me that like I have to acknowledge like something is wrong with the CG. Yeah. It's like those as much as you can say the dancing <clears throat> scene like it, it looks kind of weird. Like I feel like that I, I like that scene was amazing to me. Well, I like, I I mean people like, were it was just incredible, man. Mm. We're just it was weird for me to watch seats. it like with a live action. Like <laughs> right. it meant so much. Like it fucking is magical. Yeah. Like right. if that movie ma- matters to you, like I'm trying to explain. Yeah, you don't matters. even have to explain it. I totally get yeah. It, you you, know? you could feel it in the theater. Yeah. Like you could hear it in oh, the yeah. theater. Well, the little like, the little ga- ripples of applause yeah, that would burst like, out. Yeah, there's like gasps and like you could hear the yeah. you know sniffles and I would say the guest on the the br guest scene is really great and then the 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 dance of beauty and the beast yeah. like for whatever flaws there are in them they deliver you know like if you're that well especially you don't have to be that like hardcore thing that i'm saying but if you are it's it's a guaranteed thing yeah. like take it to the bank like you're gonna love that but like i'm that person but i can say that like some of the special effects work the the, the cg motion of the beast in the dancing scene is a little weird. Mm-hmm. Like a little I, weird. I, like it, it is like the bust and like the torso of it moving yeah. around. Like it doesn't. There look are parts as where great they, as it should. They spun and then you could tell Emma wasn't Emma. It was like something. Oh even, really? They switched. I didn't notice that. Something. Like they, there's something about them dancing together really far away. Right. It's it wasn't her. Okay. It couldn't have been. Like it was moving very unnaturally. Very like. Right. I don't okay. know, man. So, that stuff. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just like I I just really think that it, it's weird because it's not a home run. Period. It's right. not a home run. Yeah. Like it's not like the Jungle Book. Like I think that's probably the hierarchy. Is, like that's kind of yeah. set a pretty high bar. Um, you know, I love Cinderella. Like where like there's really no CG in that or very little. Mm. Like very little. Right, right. And you have Jungle Book where it's like all CG. Yeah. This sits in an like one of you said like an awkward position of the two. Like where some of the CG is really good and some of it's like not. And it, like I thought like some of the wolf stuff I thought looked really cool. Uh, like in, some of that stuff was good. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, some of that those scenes were were a nice uh, evocative of that like fairy tale feeling with right. the snow and the woods and yeah. the wolves. It felt very much like again, very much like the scenes from the animated film. But it was a it was I remember thinking those scenes were strong in the animated film, and they were strong here too. Right. Yeah, Helped yeah, along yeah. a lot, I think, by the fact that Kevin Klein was oh, doing a great he's, job. He's great. Yeah. I want to yeah. see more of him uh, in things. He's I good. Like him, he man. pops up on Bob's Burgers. I don't know if you ever watched oh, that yeah. show, but he's very funny on there. But um. So I guess before we before we leave this, I don't want it to be totally this like 
it's not so much a matter of someone enjoying this film being on the defensive. I no, think it's no, no, easily. No, I, rec- I totally get what you're saying. But what I'm saying is, it's easily recognizable to me that this is the way that if someone went to see a Star Wars film and they weren't really a Star Wars fan and they were like, it was okay, but what's the big deal? They would be hearing people in the theater going, oh, yeah. you know. Like, <laughs> people are going nuts in that theater. And I, I think know, that man. like if you're, if, so to me, it's like, usually I'm able to tap into that kind of fandom. Mm-hmm. And this time I really felt like I was with, a, a, but it was very palpable how many, how many people were having an experience with the movie. Right. And I was just thinking, okay, you're not, you know, sometimes, sometimes the, it wasn't meant for you, you know, right, but right, it is, totally. it is, yeah. and I do believe that this is going to be one of those situations where like the, the ticket pre-sales have been so huge, people are anticipating it. I, I do think that it could be, you know, like, I, I think they're going to have a big success with it. And I do think oh, it sure. kind of just blurs the line of the fact that, the fact that this is, this does not equal the animated film in terms of what it's trying to achieve as a piece of cinema. It yeah. is definitely trying to hit you right in the nostalgia. Yeah. Um, I wanted to point out one little thing, mm-hmm. though, uh, before we left it, that uh, just because this has been a topic before the movie came out, was the supposedly exclusively gay moment for LeFou, yeah. uh, which Bill Condon, the director, talked about, and then there was a backlash, and there were theaters uh, in my home state of Alabama saying they weren't going to be playing the film, and elsewhere as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the end, he had to walk back those statements, how did you feel about that? Watching the movie, how did you feel? Did, did it, didn't it seem like something that just didn't need to have ever been mentioned? Not because at all. after yeah. all that, it was literally two seconds, yeah. if that, in, yeah. it, towards the end of the film, because he'd said the character has a real payoff. Yeah. And I, I think the moment that was supposed to be the real payoff, we all know what it was. Yeah. It was so not worth mentioning. It no. really makes me wonder, did he mention it in a really offhand way and that just got picked up? Or did he, did he like throw fuel on the fire by making it sound like a huge thing? I don't know. I I feel like I, it was a little it's a non-issue. Yeah, it is. Like, is a non-issue. I feel like maybe it's just like uh, it's a little it's a it's a little less subtle than I'd probably say the animated film is. Mm-hmm. Like it, it does have a little more of a moment, but it's not a genuine like moment. It's not no. like a, a a statement of any kind. In uh, it's like it's just, it's just maybe putting on screen more suggestive more, of something that would be more suggestive in song, like in the original movie, like in yeah. the Gaston song and. You know, just in, in, in some of the interplay with those two characters, it never really was shown in the 91 film. But, I mean, like, for it to become what it did in, like, terms of theaters not showing it, it's, I don't, I, it's so dumb that, like, I love that Disney is basically saying, like, we're not changing the movie. Yeah. Like, international territory saying they're not going to play the movie at all. Right. Like, I think, I don't, I don't know what country it was. I want to say maybe Malaysia. But, like, yeah. they're oh, just basically like, no, like, we're not changing the movie. Then you just won't play the movie. Yeah. Like, it's a non-issue. You don't even, you're not even watching the movie to see what you're saying no to. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not an issue. It's it's not. And I, I love that it's in the movie. Like, I love that it's present. It make and, and. That's what works so well about those two characters, which is why I think all three of us have at least acknowledged that that's some of the best stuff. Oh yeah, in the movie is their relationship. It's, with it's one like another. it's campy and over the top, but it also has right. like real character traits at its heart. And I do think that the other thing about that is that Josh Gad and Luke Evans are both playing on the same pitch. Oh yeah, you don't yeah. have the same problems that you have between like Dan Stevens and Emma Watson's, where he's kind of up here and she's kind of down here. I feel like they're on the same level. And I also think that can be said of Ewan McGregor and Ian McKellen. Yeah. Their rapport was great. I thought Ian McKellen had some great like laugh lines. Just his line deliveries, the working with the physicality yeah. of his character, the little clock guy. So I chuckled at quite a bit of that. And I do think they deepened that idea. You're right by giving like a ticking clock to their fates. Yeah. So uh, one last thing about Gaston. Is it a joke? Am, am I missing that this is a joke or is this like an oversight on the movie's part that Gaston is in France, and he doesn't know Je ne sais quoi. 
<laughs> yeah. Because uh, there's a part where LeFou says je ne sais quoi, and Gaston doesn't know what he means. And was I was weird. wondering, is the joke that he's French and he's so stupid he doesn't know je ne sais quoi? Or did the movie makers just sort of like, most people aren't, aren't going to be thinking about the fact that this right. is France. And that this um, is... I don't know. I don't know the yeah. answer. I... It's a good question, though. I don't know, because he, he seemed pretty smart during the course of the movie. So I, I, I won't say that it's he, he's dumb. Well, it's I won't like, say that. Gaston definitely didn't know what je ne sais quoi meant. Yeah. So it's like the question is, did the movie forget that they're in France and that he should know? Maybe it did. Okay. Maybe it did. But maybe it was like, maybe it's a joke. You see what I mean? Yeah. 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 Okay. So. Very, very self-aware, yeah. this, this movie. <laughs> so would you suggest it to anybody? Would you, Steve, would you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, this is like a good head, like for okay. me, hands down. I mean, even with some things, that's just me trying to pick it apart. Like, Yeah, yeah I, I, I did, got you. I, I had a great experience watching the movie. Like, if you just want to be up in the Disney remake world, Disney, like if you love the original, um, you also don't have many options of what's new this week. So why don't you just go see <laughs> Beauty and the Beast? very true. But, yeah, man, I mean, like, it, it may not be the best that they've done in terms of this remake thing that they're doing. But um, it, it's definitely uh, it's definitely not the worst, and I think it's well what you, targeted. I, I think I think what you said earlier is really like the key is that like this is like one of the properties, you know, like mm-hmm. one of the one of the films, animated films that is like a tried and true Disney thing. Mm-hmm. So like to be sort of in the middle of this remake cycle, like this is kind of sort of like one of the middle films in terms of what they've at least announced. Yeah. In mm-hmm. terms of release dates and such. It's, it is kind of interesting, like, you know, you do put, like, that landmark film in the middle, which is a good choice and decision from a business standpoint. Yeah. But it is a little interesting to me that, like, that there is enough there that critics aren't necessarily, like, going nuts over it. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's it's getting good reviews, not great reviews. You know, it, it's interesting that it wasn't, like, it doesn't have that, like, holy shit, this is, like, great. Yeah. It's more of, like, uh, people like me, and even if you just, like, the Disney movies... It's really good. It'll surprise you know, some people. You know, it's it's ways. it's. There's a lot of good stuff to this film. You could easily walk out with a couple of things you didn't like, and there's nothing real. I don't find anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, there's it, nothing wrong with fan service when it's done well. People always talk shit about fan service, right? right. But sometimes that's what something that's, wants to do. That's what it's trying to and, do. And in this sense, I think that what like whatever it lacks for me in the sense of feeling like a missed opportunity for not taking a different take or being cinematically interesting, I think with this production value and with a lot of these same actors, they could have done something that I would have walked out going, oh my God, they they really turned Beauty and the Beast into something amazing. But again, I don't think I was the target audience because I didn't walk in just full of adoration for the, for the first one. So in that sense, I think that it's, I think it's going to hit the mark. And so it's the ultimate, I think a lot of times we say, if this sounds like a movie you want to go see, then go ahead. And I think this is the ultimate example of that is if after hearing us talk about it, you're thinking, sounds like I love it. You will probably absolutely eat it up. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Go see it. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) You know, with some hesitation, but go don't expect it to change your mind. Yeah. If yeah. you didn't it's like good. if you didn't like the animated version and you're thinking maybe I'll like this one. I don't think unless you just have something against traditional animation, you right, know. Right. And I do think it does make me feel bad that we've moved beyond the age where like a 2D hand-drawn animation style could be seen as really modern. Maybe it'll come back around if right. somebody does something, you know, really awe-inspiring. But I I you know, I, I think that people will still probably go back to the original as the thing, oh, but totally. this is—I—I I, I will acknowledge that. I mean, mm-hmm. that's still the thing, yeah, for me. But um, I don't know. I say it's worth checking out. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so this has been a special episode. Like John said earlier, the next uh, full episode will come out next week, which is our Schmovie Awards. Mm. Finally, 
you will get the awards that you've all been waiting for. <laughs> the fifth annual. Guaranteed no mess-ups on this award show. Yes. Yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. 100% money back. No snubs on this one. No snubs no either. S- no snubs, no flubs. Yep. Nothing. No rub-a-dub-dubs. <laughs> none, <laughs> none of the above. None of it. None of the above. Uh, that's going to be next week on uh, Movie Schmovie. Uh, find us on iTunes, really any place that you probably listen to your podcast. But if you go to iTunes and you do subscribe to us there, if you can leave us a review or a star rating, any kind of feedback, it helps a lot. Cool. As we've said time and time again. Um, but uh, if you guys don't have anything else, I don't I'll say, it. as always, you made our day. Thanks. Bye. And we'll have a tiny bit of spoiler talk after the outro music. They can sing. They can dance. After all, miss, this is France. And a dinner here is never second best. So wh- what, is the c- what is the scene that you think? The, the, the gay scene. Oh, the, when he's dancing with yeah, the guy who enjoyed being dressed up as a lady. Yeah. yeah. I fucking love that yeah. scene. Like, it's great. Yeah, it's fine. No, it was a cute moment, but yeah. it's weird that I was watching for it. I, I was annoyed well, that, that I was and, thinking and, about yeah, it. And it. And it's interesting because you, I, I, yeah, because then, then I say, like, I want it to watch that movie without that in my mind. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like then it would have been like, either, it wouldn't matter at all, but I would watch it and be like, that's, that's great. I well, love that. Well, you know, the moment before that where the, where the wardrobe spins the guys around and they all come out in drag and only one of them digs You're it. You're thinking that's the... Like, that moment oh, was... was I felt like the audience... Like, like that it was kind of cool that the audience reacted so positively yeah. to that. Do you know what I mean? That yeah. was a very positive thing yeah. to react to. And I do think that was a cool moment where... Yeah. where the one kind of gives that little smile. Well, right. Like, yeah. that he's like, I like this. Yeah. And people were like applauding for him yeah, and like no, totally. in, into the moment that that was that was that was cool but then the moment at the end i was just watching for it going when's this payoff gonna be and it felt absurd that i that i was watching for it because otherwise it would have been just a neat little oh maybe those two guys are gonna yeah make make life less miserable in this that's shitty the, that, that's the that's the better than guest on that in this Potts. shitty shitty provincial town here's one thing i want to suggest to bell is if you want these people in this town to be nicer to you a don't make a fucking washing machine in like the town well. Yeah. <laughs> and B, don't walk around talking about how provincial they all are. Maybe try to meet them on yeah, their own yeah. terms and maybe they have some stories to tell, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. She really didn't like those people. She's stuck up. <laughs> it's really weird to be thinking this way because I've been like, like kind of battling with myself about Emma Watson. Just a minute. Because I mean, like, no, I mean, no, no, no. I, I, I feel like I did on the podcast. It's just you like did, you did. I was surprised. It's, it's just like the thing that you know you hear her casting and like of the girls of this like actress pool that like mm-hmm. you know the the people that would be it. Yeah. Like she's a really incredible choice. Like she looks like Belle. It's pretty crazy. But then, like, after watching it, I'm like, she does. She really does. And she looked gorgeous. And the dress was amazing. And she looked amazing. But there was something lacking from not only not only the vocal performance, which we were talking about, but, like, just the soul that, like, Belle has yeah. in the original film. It was like a beautiful cosplay. Yeah. 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 It really, it really is maybe a great way to explain it.